What's cracking, y'all? It's Nipsey Hussle. You already know I'm rocking with my homeboy, Twin City Tone. That's right. Here we are together again on the Twin City Tone podcast. Make sure to tap in with me on all social media at Twin City Tone. My lovely co-host, Lisa Moy, is with me. Lisa, where can they follow you? At it's Lisa Moy, M-O-Y. All right. Big Wiz may be joining us a little late, but... uh. Hopefully he can he can make the episode, but so we're gonna jump right into it though. What's that? Oh, it's some money. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And uh, appreciate everyone rocking with us, all the new subscribers. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and uh, if you listen on the audio version, leave us a nice review. We always appreciate that. Running a little bit late tonight ourselves, but we had uh, we had to get some things in order. But uh, let's start things out, Lisa. Rest in peace, Anthony Johnson, comedian, actor, very funny guy, uh, just announced this afternoon that um, he was found dead, I think in Los Angeles, in a store? Store. Yeah, they didn't, there really wasn't much details. Like, I don't know what store, was it in a grocery store? Was it in a mall? Like, I really don't know. How long he was there. It sounded like this happened, like not today, like he was found dead Mm -hmm. a few days ago or last week I don't know but now they're just coming out to to confirm it I'm not sure yeah very very sad um this was a really talented guy very funny one of my favorite characters in in Friday for sure and uh yeah yeah funny man he was like he was like the guy next door type of funny too you know Like, like somebody in the neighborhood funny like he was relatable yeah and yeah i i i know him from friday as ezel um yes. but i've seen i think he was on i want to say he was on the jamie fox show or one of those sitcoms um or a couple sitcoms actually but yeah he was funny he was a really funny guy yeah he definitely was funny only 55 like i said i mean way way too young to go still had a lot of a lot of life left but uh well i guess we'll wait for the details to come out and see he was also in house party huh okay that's what they said but uh i was trying to remember (laughs) so many house parties that is true um i don't know which one yeah i could see him i could see him being in one of the house parties though which uh now that we're talking about house party which which house party movie is your favorite i like the first one the best me too. That's the classic one, right? Always the first one for me. Like the other ones were really good. Um, but the first one was the best for me. Yeah. I, I watched agree. that like the other night. It was I think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I watched it the other night. I was cracking up like I've never <laughs> seen it before. So good. So good. No, nah, definitely. Um, yo, what was the other kid and play? They were actually really good actors. They were super talented. Yeah, and Martin, Martin was in there. Martin was the DJ. The DJ. And Martin, my favorite comedian. Yeah? Yeah, he's like my favorite comedian of like all time. So I assume you were a big fan of Martin's, the Martin show in the 90s. Oh my, it's my favorite show. To this day. To this day. Favorite show of all time. Yeah, yeah, I love Martin. Yo, he was on in that. Tisha Campbell from yeah. Martin was from Martin. on there. Um, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of stars, a lot of comedians. Yeah, and Martin was actually a radio personality in Martin. Remember that? 
in yeah, Detroit. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. That was his job. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What uh Kid and Play were in a they were in another movie. Um Class Act. Class Act. Class Act. That was my very first date ever. Is that the oh. I, I took a girl to the movies. It was my first date and we saw Class Act. Did she like it? I think so. Did you like the movie? From what I remember. <laughs> Did you like the girl? Uh yeah, I liked her. She was oh. cool. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this one, Lisa. AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She wore a very controversial dress to the Met Gala in New York City. Designer dress. Uh, I forget the name of the boutique that the boutique that made the dress, but um, it's a white dress. And on the yep. back, it says tax the rich. So very bold statement. Um, she caught a lot of backlash over it. Yeah. You know, but uh, what, what, what was your take? What were your thoughts? I mean, first of all, the Met Gala is just weird to me, period. Like I never, ever understand why the dresses are so different i'll say different i won't say ugly <laughs> but i'll say different they're always different it's always like a theme and then the dresses to me don't match the theme it's just always just like i feel like it's a time for everybody to dress up in a weird way that's yes. just my opinion so i really don't i like watching the dresses though because it's like people really come up with some crazy ideas and even the men like the men will come up with some crazy ideas too so i kind of like the outfits that they wear um when i did see her dress i was um i liked the picture like i liked the picture because i was like that's bold and that's like you know for her to say that there and to take that stance and be pup so public i i thought it was pretty cool and i know that she's rich um like you said she's she's talking about herself but i don't i mean What's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, talking about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Or, or standing up for something you believe in, and even though you fall into that category. I, think, I, I, I thought it was dope and, until I read the rest of the story. <laughs> about the taxes? Yeah, we'll, okay, we'll get into that. So <laughs> with her statement text to it, so she did catch some some backlash because people were saying it's it's a little funny that... I mean, she's at this event. Well, first of all, she makes like $174,000 a year. That's her salary. So she's getting a nice check, okay? Um, also, she's at this event. Uh, I think it's $35,000 a plate, okay? Just to get in the building, thirty five grand is what you need to pay. Um, so obviously, you know, that that's that's a that's a big, big amount of money. She might not have paid that. And she probably, I don't think she did, as a matter of fact. Uh, I thought I think I read that she didn't like somebody yeah. paid it for her or whatever. I'm not sure. Um, but regardless of that, so her, you know, for her to to say tax the rich, um, there's I think there's a common misconception. You know, people are saying, you know, rich people they don't pay their fair share of taxes, yeah. right? I mean, we hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, but according to data, it says that, and I'm looking at this right now. This is from. Uh, the New York Times. Um, so the top 1% of earners in America 
pay over 40% of federal taxes. Mm-hmm. So 1% of people are paying almost half of the taxes. Okay. That seems like they're paying their fair share to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. I've seen a lot of uh, millionaires and billionaires talk about how they evade taxes. Legally, like, though. You, yeah, yeah, legally. Yeah. I mean, they just come up with, they have ways and they know how to, like, maneuver through the system. And yeah, they, there's, there's loopholes. Yeah, they'll they'll purchase something and, you know, and it kind of, like, outweighs the taxes or whatever. They just they know what they're doing. Like they found out the the blueprint on how to like evade taxes and they stuck with it and and, and they've admitted it to it, like to it. Like I've heard rich people say, I don't pay no taxes. Like I'm good. I'm I'm gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get me. So I've seen people say that too. Um so I, I, this is how I look at it. If you, if you could find a way <laughs> where you don't have to pay taxes, whether you rich or you not, I am not mad at you. I don't, I am so not mad at you. Teach me how. Please. <laughs> Teach well, me how. Like, I'm really not mad at you. If you could figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, more yeah. Power to you. Yes. And I mean, listen, if they're, if they're legal, legal ways of doing it, like you said, and they're, they're going through these loopholes, Mm-hmm. that's all good right and so even with those loopholes though if we still have one percent of americans paying almost half of the taxes to me that sounds like fair share and you can try to you know increase taxes on the top but you got to understand it's going to trickle down because these top players are the ones that employ all the rest of the people right so they're they're not going to absorb these taxes like when you tax a big corporation they're going to make it back either by raising their prices, which impacts the consumers, uh, yeah. or they're going to, they're going to, I mean, it's going to, it's going to trickle down to the employees because what's that? They're going to get their money. They're going to get their money because they'll, or they'll lay people off to save money or they'll, they'll decrease the wages and, and people will have to take a pay cut. So ultimately it trickles down into the people who are not the 1%. So I, I I would like to hear people who say tax. I would like to hear their argument and their numbers. I really would like to hear it. I would, I would love to hear it too. Cause like I said, when you, when you look at the stats, when you have 1% of people paying over 40% of the taxes, to me, that seems like they're paying their fair share. And it also says the bottom 90% pay about, uh, what is this? 20%. So that's 60%. 60 percent. so then the middle class is probably in the middle you know somewhere like that but i don't know yes i would i would like to hear the argument for tax the rich you know because i know guys that are that are making uh i mean i for instance i have i have a friend i think he's making around four hundred thousand a year and so really he doesn't have an incentive to push harder and make more because he's gonna get taxed once you hit that four hundred thousand dollar threshold you know, your, your tax at such a high rate, it doesn't even make sense to make that much. So you might as well just lay off and then sandbag it and then start again in January. Yeah. And a lot of people like, I know, um, working with like NBA players, cause I was personal assistant or whatever. Yeah. I know a lot of them, um, 
buy property and things like that so they can kind of like not have to pay the taxes so when people see these rappers or entertainers kind of like splurge on things sometimes they you really kind of have to so you won't have to pay the taxes well i mean you know and it depends on what type of business you're in or, or how you how it's set up where you can write things off right you know exactly. as tax deductions and things like that so so and yeah but but like you said, I mean, I would love to hear the numbers and the arguments for the the tax the rich uh, movement because to me it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, you know. Yeah. Another thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's crazy? You know what I don't. You know what I don't understand? So like, my mom's retired, right? Yeah. And they she still has to pay taxes off of her retirement that she's mm. already paid taxes on. Mm. Which is just, it's the weirdest thing to me. They're gonna it's get like, you. and she actually ended up owing, I think last year or something like that. She ended up owing and she's like, I, they take, she's like, they take more taxes out of my money now that I'm not working than when I was working. Yeah. And she still had to pay. So they didn't take enough out. It's mm. the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. So I, I mean, taxes always confuse me. Um, you know, no matter how many experts I've I've talked to or gotten advice from, or how to like, because I'm an independent contractor, but then I always have like a a job too. Like I'm an employee too. So sometimes it's difficult for me with yeah. my taxes to make sure I come out on top. Yeah. And every time I do everybody's advice, I still end up feeling like the shortening of the stick basically so taxes confuse me for sure do you have a, a cpa yeah i do okay good good yeah. okay she's my friend <laughs> <laughs> so like like you alluded to earlier when we started talking about this when you read more of the story then there there is some more hypocrisy in there because so the girl the lady who who designed her dress um, I, again, I don't remember her name and I don't remember the name of her company, but she does like dresses and gowns for top level clientele, like Beyonce, Michelle Obama, like the top of the top are coming to her. So she's making a good amount of money. Right. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it came out like people did some digging, you know, the internet went to work after this and, uh, if I, you know, she was evicted from uh i believe it was where her, where she was renting office space for her business because she didn't pay her rent uh she owed she owes like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in back taxes so she's not paying her taxes she just purchased i think it was a home in california a multi-million dollar mansion in california and she's already behind on that for her property taxes so she's not paying her property taxes on her property in California. So like you're making a dress that says tax the rich. You are the rich and you're not even paying your taxes. Of course, people are going to dig into your life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To see who you are and why you did that bold of a statement. So why is your house not clean? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? Why are you inviting people in and your house is not clean? Right. So, Make you know, another, another thing about the Met Gala that I found interesting was uh, all the celebrities, all the guests mm. were maskless. Nobody had a mask. But no, all the... No, so all, Kardashian did. Well, yeah, because her dress, <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> I hate it. Like, what is that? 
Like, what are you know. trying to do? Just be a shadow? Like, I hated it. I hated yeah. it so much. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, I didn't see anybody. But all the, all the, you know, so all the elite, nobody had masks, but all, all the, the peasants, mm -hmm. the workers, the servers, they all had to wear masks. They all had masks on? Yeah, they okay. had to wear masks. So I was just kind of like, yeah. it's weird. It's weird to me. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I would have been mad at that. I would have been looking like, why I got to wear a mask? Right. The celebrities don't. Right. right. We, we people. Yeah. <laughs> it's rules for thee and not for me. That's what it is. Also, uh, I, I found this uh, funny as well. I saw something about AOC since we're on the topic of AOC, but um, there was a, I don't know, it was some type of gathering. She was outside with some people. She was dancing. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, she was just with some people. It looked like they were in New York City somewhere. Um, hanging out, maybe having a discussion. No mask. Nobody has a mask on. She doesn't have a mask. And then the cameras came out for a photo op. Mm. And she quick puts her mask on for the photo. I just think it's like, come on. Like, what are we doing? Like, people have to recognize this stuff. Like, the people that are pushing this fear and, and they're scared of COVID and you got to wear the mask, they don't even believe it. They don't believe it. She doesn't believe that. If she did, she would have had the mask on the whole time. But she put it up just to save her appearance. There's also, there's another video. This, it's not from America. I think it's uh, overseas somewhere. I don't know if you saw this, Lisa, but it's, uh, it's a press conference with a bunch of politicians. They're all standing there, like at the podium. And then they must have got the signal. Nobody has a mask on, by the way. Then they must have got the signal, like we're about to be live. And you see them start scrambling. Like they almost knocked over the flag. So they're scrambling. Everybody's trying to put their masks on because the camera's about to cut on. I hate that. It's hypocrisy, man. These people do not believe what they're what they're trying to push on us. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I've seen that. I've seen like situations like that. And it's like, well, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Rules for thee and not for me. All right, let's uh Keep it moving since we're talking about COVID. Uh, Pfizer announces their vaccine is safe for children ages 5 to 11. And they're going to roll that out maybe by Halloween they're talking about. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I knew it was coming. Yeah. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, these are kids. But they're but they're saying the Delta variant affects kids as young as five, you know. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know how to think how to feel about it. I feel I I, I think it's a tough decision for parents. Oh, I'm so grateful I don't have kids. Oh my goodness. Know, well, that age anyway, you know. Yeah, that's a tough decision for parents. Like I I couldn't imagine like the back and forth of trying to figure out what to do in that situation because for yourself i mean i feel like for yourself you have a responsibility yes but you know you're an adult but yep. it's, you're making this decision which you have to do for your kids anyway but like this decision is really big it's a big decision yes so, so i don't know i feel i feel i i feel bad for parents man yeah and, and i want to start by saying this again we are not anti-vax on this podcast we've said from the beginning you just got to do your own research mm -hmm. whatever you choose to do is up to you but we believe that it should be your choice it should not be forced upon you 
Um, so what I will say in regards to the kids, five to 11, uh, no. <laughs> I would say no, because it's like, if you look at the statistics, I think since the very beginning of the pandemic, we've had around 400 kids under the age of 18 die from COVID. Each one of those is a tragedy. Rest in peace to all of them. I feel for their families. But 400 out of, you know, however many millions of people are under the age of 18 in America, mm -hmm. it's such a small percentage. I just don't see the need for the vaccine. Do you vaccine. know the percentage of that age group, that demographic, the 5 to 11? I would imagine it's even younger because I think the younger you are, the less uh, deadly it is for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's crazy because I, you know, where I work, I work at a, a music school. One yeah. Of music school. And we teach anywhere from five all the way up until, you know, uh, senior. Yeah. And I've had families call me like, well, you know, we're going to we're going to pause on lessons because so and so and so um is six and we're trying to see if they're going to get the vaccine and i'm just like oh man yeah you're like we're gonna just pause for now we'll probably do because we still do um remote lessons too so they're like oh we're just going to continue remote until we figure out you know about getting our child vaccinated or not and it's just like dang it's just a lot it's just a lot it is a lot a yeah decision man yeah. So really parents do your research, uh, but do it diligently and don't be bullied into it and don't be pushed into it based out of fear. Like really look at the numbers. And then if you still feel justified in getting your child vaccinated, you do what you do. But again, look at the numbers and you be more concerned. What's that? Besides this, um, like I've seen videos of like kids with their parents on a plane. And like the kids will be young and they don't have like, you know, kids, they take their mask off. They want to, you know what I mean? They don't know. Yeah. And people, families getting like literally kicked off the plane because their kids would not keep the mask. Did on. you see that, that young mother? It was her and her son. Her son was probably like, was she like blonde, blonde hair. Yeah. Yep, I see and that. like the son was like, he's two, he's like one or two years old. He's like, he's not, he's crying. He's screaming because he doesn't want the thing over his face. So she's yeah. like trying to keep it on him. He won't leave it on. So they, the, the pilot got on, they were about to take off. And he said, sorry for the delay. We're dealing with a non-compliant passenger. It's just like non-compliant <laughs> passenger. So they made her leave the plane. There were like three, uh, you know, airport security guards waiting for her as she exited the plane. It's like, come on, man. I that's outrageous. Like I cut like nobody's trying to like be defiant and not pay attention to protocol or rules. Cause okay, yes, if this is the rule for flying, we understand. Just like no smoking on the aircraft, we understand that as a rule. Yeah. But if it's a kid, right, that can't comprehend because they're so young, they don't know how important it is to have your mask on. Like yeah. come on, man. like. Yeah. And not to mention that bothers me the most. And we've talked about this many times before, but like, so yeah, the two-year-old is taking his mask off, but what about the, the people sitting there drinking water and eating crackers that have their masks off? Yeah. You see, you can't spread the virus if you're eating or drinking, apparently. I mean, I've said this before. It makes no sense. It makes no sense.
Yeah, no. I just want people to be consistent, but I they're agree. not. So uh, they did announce this too. I saw this earlier, Lisa. So starting in November, I, I, I would imagine November 1st, um, for travel, the rules are going to be, uh, I think you, you either have to show proof of vaccination mm -hmm. or if you're unvaccinated, you have to show a negative test mm -hmm. uh, going and coming back, I believe internationally right no i think it's domestic too oh i didn't see that i saw international maybe sure. you know what maybe it is international maybe you're right okay maybe okay. you're right okay that could be yeah i seen that and i was like dang they really is they're not playing no because i was gonna say like what if okay so let's say you get on the flight you have your you're not vaccinated but you have a negative test result you show that you get on the plane you go in your vacation have your fun then you get tested to come back and you're positive you, you gotta, gotta wait you gotta wait you gotta quarantine so you have to quarantine so you gotta come out of pocket get the hotel <laughs> two weeks or 10 days Oh man. So it's different everywhere. It's different everywhere. 10 days without symptoms. It's it's 14 days without symptoms. So yeah. it just depends on where you go, I guess, and their rules. But that's yeah. crazy because yeah, what well, if you ain't got it like that? Yeah. I don't <laughs> you, know. Now you just stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> you have, what if you can't like purchase another ticket? Like, oh man, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm going to check on that, though, because I don't know. Like, I thought it was domestic, but you might be right. I know that they did lift the travel ban into mm -hmm. America for mm -hmm. vaccinated uh, foreigners who want to fly in. Mm -hmm. I heard that. I don't, but see, I don't think you can come in unvaccinated, come into the country mm -hmm. um, without a negative test. I'm not sure. Unless you're uh, an illegal immigrant coming over from Mexico, then they don't care and you don't even have to get vaccinated. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. You don't have to get, there's no vaccine mandate for uh, illegal immigrants coming across the border. So why does, you see? And when they ask Jen Psaki about it, uh, you know, Biden's press secretary, he, the, the reporter says, so just to clarify, all Americans, if they work at a company that employs 100 or more people, they are required to get the vaccine, but illegal immigrants coming over the border are not required. And she said, that's correct. And he said, why? Why is that? And she said, next question. She wouldn't even Oh, I hate it. when they do that. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> It makes explain, no sense. Explain. I don't, I don't get it. Well, don't they don't get, get it either. This is why she, I mean, what is she going to say? It makes absolutely no sense. No sense. You got to at least come up with something to, to make it consistent now. Like, I agree. That's the issue. There's never any really consistency. That's, that's the least you could do is, is come up with something that makes it consistent across the board. That's what we want. These people vaccinated and these people don't have to be vaccinated. You come over here. You ain't gotta be vaccinated if you're illegal. Uh, but going back over there, you have to be vaccinated, show your passport. But then now you gotta, you could be five to eleven to get the vaccination. <laughs> I guess so much. But you gotta wear your mask. But you won't have to wear your mask on camera. I don't know. Yo, speaking of mask wearing, I got asked to leave a store last week. 
Was it the same grocery store? Nah, I'm not going back there. But so okay. I'm, I'm in the mall. Oh, you in the walking, mall? Ooh. Walking through the mall. This the tea, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buckle up, get ready. Matter of fact, where's my where's my back in time? Uh, right there. Story time. Here we go. All right. <laughs> so uh, I go to the mall. I'm in Barnes and Noble. Uh, and as I'm walking in, they have a sign that says, uh, masks aren't required, but you know, strongly recommended for vaccinated or unvaccinated. Yep. That's fine. Strongly recommended doesn't mean you have to have a mask on. So I'm mm -hmm. not gonna put so I walk in unmasked, I'm good. But when I step in, literally everyone in the store has a mask on. And they okay. kind of looked at me like oh, it's a guy without a mask. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what up? I just walked through. <laughs> but then keep in mind, there are people sitting in the cafe area, no mask, because they're eating or drinking. Again, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. So I walk through Barnes & Noble and then I enter the mall. So now I'm in the mall and I go in a few different stores. And I'd say 50% of people have masks on in the mall, 50% don't. Okay. Okay. So then I'm out there and I've been uh looking for a new um set of eyeglasses so i see an eyeglasses store i'm like oh okay let me stop in here check out some frames see what they have so i walk in and as soon as i walk in i'm like halfway to the the shelf and i hear sir sir and i turn like yes and she goes you have to stop at the front desk and so this lady this worker she's sitting at a desk with a customer like you know looking at frames or whatever and she points like you have to stop at the front desk and she points to the door like at the front I mean I didn't even see a front desk but I turn I said oh, okay so I go back up and there's an older lady working at the front desk I'm doing quotes like front desk it's like not a doctor's office but so I go up there and she's sitting there and she's she's very nice she says hey uh here's a plastic box if you touch any frames or try them on just put them in the box so we can clean them before we put them back on the shelf and i'm used to that because i've been to a few other uh eyeglass places because i'm shopping around to see they do that for sunglasses too yeah exactly and and that makes sense i'm with it i'm on board i'm all good so i go thank you so i take the box <clears throat> go to the shelves and i'm looking about 10 minutes past. I'm not, I haven't touched a single frame because it's their selection is trash. All right. America's best, more like America's worst. You're trash. I will never go there again. But anyway, so uh I don't see any any uh frames that I like. Okay. And I'm just looking around and then I hear, sir, sir. And I know she's talking to me because I'm like the only one in the store. Sir. And I go, yes. And she goes, do you have a mask? And I said, no. And she said, <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, you can go to the front desk. We have them up there. She likes said, that front desk. She does. And I said, you have to wear a mask. She goes, yes. I go, what if you're vaccinated? Now I'm not vaccinated and I wouldn't have lied, but I'm just asking to see where she's at with everything. So mm -hmm. I said, what if, what if you're vaccinated? Even if you're vaccinated, you can still spread the Delta variant. And she was kind of like, she had the mask on, but I could tell she was smirking. Like she just said it like with, like mm -hmm. a, she had like an attitude. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, oh, and then another coworker comes up and she's like, if you don't put a mask on, we're going to have to ask you to leave the store. And I'm like, that won't be necessary. I'll take my business elsewhere. And I walked out. So again, America's worst, your trash, your selection is trash. Even if this wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have bought anything from you. But now that it did happen, I definitely won't buy anything from you. And I will not recommend anyone to buy anything from you because you're trash. And if that, listen, if that's the, the policy, you should have a big sign on the door that says masks required. Yeah. That's it. Now, when I left, I did look on the door they do have a sign it's fairly small Mm -hmm. so it's like if you're not looking for it Mm -hmm. which i wasn't looking for because every other store in the entire mall no what nobody had this policy Mm -hmm. so listen i get it and i respect it if a business wants to do that i just won't go in there but Mm -hmm. you guys need to post that and make it very legible for people walking in that's my rant yeah dang so it's cool like i said if well, you good because some people would have argued and some people would have been mad and some people would have like you know. Yeah, I find it f- more funny than anything. Like yeah. it's just like really. Yeah. But whatever, it's all good. So, anyways, all right, let's let's move on, Lisa. Since we're talking about the vaccine, we will stay talking about the vaccine because Nicki Minaj, she got into some hot water with the the mainstream media. Um, so Nicki last week she tweeted that she was not vaccinated and her reason for not getting the vaccine uh she has i believe she had a cousin who has a friend who got vaccinated and basically his side effects were impotence and swollen testicles and uh so she was like i'm i need more information basically like i'm not i'm not I'm i'm good um and people came for her head like first one minute though this this is what i'm saying like one minute it's protect black women you know elevate black voices you know elevate black women's voices we need to hear them and listen to them but you see it's only if you're saying what they want you to say if you come out and say something that they don't agree with they want to silence you or shut you up so they actually suspended her twitter account i don't know if she's back on now yeah that same day she was suspended on Twitter. So that just goes to show you. And again, she didn't say don't get vaccinated. She didn't say that. She just said, this is what happened to my cousin's friend. And this is why, you know, I have more questions. So I I feel like celebrities, I don't know, you know how, okay. So like when we were working for go, we couldn't really, um, we couldn't do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we couldn't be so open with either side. Right. Pretty much. We couldn't, we, we had to be like neutral with like pretty much everything, unless it was just like, nah, we ain't doing this. And then we had to, then we'd be cool. Then we could talk about it. But for the most part, we had to like, just be neutral and not just while we was on the air, but like our lives, like, like, out in public we couldn't be doing certain things and on all social media yeah because you're taking on the organization too it's not just you individual it's also so i think for celebrities i think because they have such a um like 
like a microscope of people just fans and people and endorsement deals and everything everybody's really like looking at them I think they have to be either way I think they have sometimes have to be really careful what they say and put out there because they can influence people so what if she would have said the opposite you know what I'm saying like that would have been influencing people to get the vaccine but that's the thing. There would be no problem with that. And it probably and it wouldn't be no problem. I mean, some people would have an issue with it. But but she and wouldn't have got banned. It wouldn't have got banned. She wouldn't have got banned. Uh, you know, CNN, uh, MSNBC, like Joy Reid, she attacked Nicki Minaj, said, you know, sister, you have this huge platform. I'm disappointed in you. Uh, you know, for influencing our people. We're already under vaccinated, and you know, this is doing a lot yeah. of harm. And again, Nikki didn't say don't get vaccinated. She said, I have some more questions because yeah. this is no, what she happened. didn't say that, but you know her saying that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but the thing is, she should be allowed to say that. You should be allowed to say what you want to say, but it, I mean, I, I don't that's not where we that's not the world we live in. But that's the it problem. Certain things. But that's the thing. They're dictating what you can and cannot say. And that's not right. Like Nikki even said uh, when she went on tour, when she used to go over to China, mm -hmm. they would tell her like before she got there, before she went on stage, like it's different over here. Like, don't say anything about the government and about, you know, their policies and the way they run things here. Mm -hmm. Keep your mouth shut. Just do your show and keep it moving. And she was like, okay, I respect that, you know, different culture, whatever. But she said, y'all, don't you see? Like, that's what's happening to us in America now. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. And really they are, because to your point, Lisa, like you said, if she came out on the other side and said she was pro-vaccine, get the vaccine, it's all good. They're going to lift her up and praise her, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I want to take this back too, to when they took away Trump's social media, they banned him on everything. Even back then, whether you love Trump or hate Trump, I said it's not a good thing for them to just take away all his social media because they didn't like what he said. Especially when you look now, like leaders of the Taliban, they still have their Twitter accounts. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Like how are the leaders of Taliban still on Twitter but Trump is suspended? Or not even suspended, banned. Banned. He, yeah, he, he can't come on there ever. It's like, come on, man. It's yeah. not right. It's not right. So shout out to Nikki for, you know, speaking her mind, you know, yeah. we'll see how it plays out. I know they, uh, they said the white house reached out to her, um, to have a conversation. And oh, she, you know, she does like a concert for them. I'm going to be like, I know. I don't think she will though. I don't think she will. You never know what people will do. That's true. You never know until it happens. That's true. We will see. We will yeah. see. So another thing I want to say about Nikki too. So they, they uh, did a story about her on Fox News, the Tucker Carlson show, and uh, she retweeted it. And people got mad at her, basically saying like, why would you rock with them or whatever? And she's just like, look, just because like somebody is of a certain political party, that doesn't mean like I can't, you know, agree with them. She said, if a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your ass, then you'll do it. But if somebody from the Republican party says, watch out for that bus, move, you're just gonna stand there and get hit. It doesn't make any sense, you know? So 
We'll see. Shout out to Nikki. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, again, you should be able to question it if if you choose to. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's her rap. All right. So this leads into the next thing. Chris Rock. He tweeted. He tweeted. Uh, I don't have the tweet pulled up, but something along the lines of, "I got COVID. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want this. Yep. Go get vaccinated." And some, okay, and some people were saying it was to offset what Nicki Minaj was saying. So they needed another celebrity, another black celebrity to basically say like, hey man, go get vaccinated. Now, I don't believe, I don't know if that's the case. I don't think that way. Yeah. Okay. But maybe, but I don't know, you know, stranger things have happened, but either way. But then people were like, yo, Chris Rock, you're already vaccinated and you got COVID. So now you're telling people to go get vaccinated. It's like the worst vaccination uh, commercial ever, because you know that's I'm already vaccinated. I yeah. got COVID, and now I'm telling you to go get vaccinated. Yeah. So a lot of people who are vaccinated, their whole argument is, I can still get COVID, and but if you get vaccinated, then it it decreases everybody. If everybody gets vaccinated this is this is their argument this is this is what i've heard from people that i've talked to who are vaccinated okay so their argument is yes we can still get covid but if everybody gets vaccinated our chances of this pandemic like it's almost, it'll be over if everybody gets vaccinated because the chances of us getting COVID will be slim to none because everybody's vaccinated. But if you're not vaccinated and you get COVID, you're going to possibly give it to the vaccinated. (laughs) It's so like, oh my God. And then I just, and I'm like, and I ask questions and they, when I ask questions, they they look at me like I'm the dumbest person ever and i'm just like i'm sorry but i don't understand because it, it doesn't make sense and here's the other thing you can tell them this too i believe the cdc said this this just came out but if you had so if you already had covid which you did lisa yeah you, I did. Did. you had a positive test so you already know you had it if you yeah. already had covid you have natural immunity and it's 27 times i believe or you're 20, I have to, now I don't want to misquote now, but I read this this morning. I believe you're 27 times less likely to be hospitalized if you have natural immunity as opposed to the vaccine. So why why would somebody who already had COVID and has natural immunity need to be vaccinated? That's my question. If you already have the antibodies, why do you need to get vaccinated? I just oh shit, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Like, and again, I'm so confused. It is confusing because the people All who are, you know, they push the vaccine and they say once you get the vaccine, you're good. At least that's how it was sold. Now they're saying because no, remember, remember before it was like once you get the vaccine, you're good, you're bulletproof. Yeah. Now it's you can still get it. Yeah, you, you can, can still get it. it. So, so you can still get it, but I've heard you can still get it, but it's not going to make you so sick that you're going to be hospitalized. I've heard everything. I've heard so many things. Do you know the, 
likelihood of being hospitalized? Like what percentage you have of being hospitalized if you have COVID? If you have COVID? Yeah, if you get COVID, what are the percentage that you're going to go? Like, just guess, what would you think? Anybody? Just any, like any person? Yeah. Um, well, I can't, well, I th- a healthy person? Yeah, just the average. Yeah, just whoever. Uh, I would say the, I would say the percentage of them being hospitalized would be like 30%. 30%. Okay. So I'm going to share this with you. I saw this. This is a study. So they did a poll, right? You said 30%? Yeah, 30%. 30%. Okay. So they, they, it's funny, they, they polled Democrats, Republicans, and independents. Okay. okay. So 41% of Democrats, 28% of Republicans, and 35% of independents all said you have a 50% chance or higher to be hospitalized. So the majority of people in every party believe that. So you said 30%. That's a lot. The actual correct number is you have a one to 5% chance of being hospitalized with COVID. So, you know, that should put people's minds at ease a little bit. Uh such a small chance of being hospitalized. Now, does it happen? Yes, but only one to 5% chance that you're going to get hospitalized. Yeah, I think people just, well, it's because myself included, we just confused a, and don't know and, who to and listen, and who to trust because you're every, hearing so many different things. Yes. You know, you, even from like, you'll hear conflicting stories from medical professionals. Like you'll hear from one doctor saying, get the vaccine because it works. Then you hear from another doctor that's like, don't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it. We need to do some more research on it. I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you to get it. Like I've heard so many conflicting stories. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. It is. It is. And like, like you said, it is very confusing. And every time you turn on the news, mm-hmm. they're saying something different. Every time you go on social media, they're saying something different. When you have conversations with people, one person says one thing, one person says another thing. It's just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And the the goalpost, it changes every day. It changes every day. And that's, and that's another reason why people need to like chill. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. Relax. uh, Cause some more information is about to come out. Right. Probably tomorrow. Now they're saying about the booster shot. Now they're saying that the third booster shot is not effective, actually, and could be deadly. Really? Oh, I and know. people who've already took the booster shot. Yeah. Right. And it's I know. Like, so- come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Like, what is happening? And yeah, because like I, I've heard some doctors say that the booster shot is much needed. Other people have said it's not necessary. You know, and what they asked Dr. Fauci, you know, the Mm -hmm. honorable, all-knowing Dr. Fauci, uh, they asked him, why would somebody who has natural immunity need to get vaccinated? And he said, I don't have an answer for that right now. He doesn't even know. But my thing is, if we are so, like, torn between what to do, wouldn't wouldn't it be smart and make sense for us not to mandate anything? 
and for us not to push on, man. one particular thing if we don't even know if that particular thing that we're pushing is necessarily like going to save lives like you're like it's stressing that it is but you got to remember lisa joe biden's patients are wearing thin he get on my nerves he said that could you believe he said that he, he said my, my patients nerves. are wearing thin he's just like listen this is getting crazy so I, yes 100- biden makes me mad yes like he makes me so mad, like angry. Like I just be, I take, I took my sock off and threw it at my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off my TV screen. Move him away. Let's move him away. Because what is you talking about? This is. What are you talking about, Biden? He'll say something, then he'll go and he come back halfway and. What are you talking about? Like, just get off the TV, man. In in all seriousness, and people know that I'm not a Joe Biden fan at all, but I'm not even trying to be funny here. Like, he's, he doesn't, he's not all there mentally. Like, you can see that. Like, he he stutters, he can't complete a sentence. It's not, it's not what's up. But listen, like you were saying, here's the thing. When, When Biden was running for president, this is what he was campaigning on. I'm going to unite the country. I'm going to bring people together. I'm going to crush COVID. We're going to get rid of the virus. Notice how every single death under Trump was Trump's fault. Every single COVID death. Now every single death is the unvaccinated's fault. It's the governor of the state's fault. He doesn't take any responsibility. It's crazy to me. So Biden has not united the country at all. There's more division now than than there was under Trump, I feel. We got a new class, unvaccinated and vaccinated. That's what it is, exactly. What makes me mad and makes me so sad is I've heard medical professionals... Lisa, your audio is very low now. Oh, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but it's just, it's not, it's not like it was. It's a conspiracy! They're trying to silence you. Stop silencing black voices. I didn't do anything different. You talking greasy about Biden. They got you. Can you hear me better? No? It's It's still low. What? I didn't touch anything. That's weird. That's so weird. I don't know. What is happening? What do you want me to do? I mean, it is what it is. Like... That's weird. But go oh, ahead. Oh man, they're trying to silence me. They are though. But go ahead. Um, what was I about to say? You're saying there are two oh, classes. Yeah, no. So, so what I've been seeing is medical professionals saying, like, if you come in here unvaccinated with COVID, we're not even going to. Basically, we're not even going to help you. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and that's like saying you got vaccinated. That's like saying if some, because they say, well, it's preventable, but that's like saying if somebody gets in a car accident and they weren't wearing their seatbelt, oh, I'm not going to treat them. They come into the ER. Oh, you know what? Just let him bleed to death. He should have been wearing his seatbelt. Isn't that that unethical? Very unethical. Those doctors should be reprimanded or lose their jobs. That's crazy. And they're they're saying it out in the open, like, hey, I'm not like. Right. This is where I'm we're at. focusing on the, the vaccinated more so than the, the unvaccinated. And I think that's just bullshit. 
It is bullshit. It is bullshit. It's crazy. But this this is where we're at with everything. So uh <laughs> I don't even know, man. All right, let's 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 keep it on this thing. So talking about the vaccines, let's talk about, like you said, the country is even more divided now, the vaccinated, the unvaccinated. And like Joe Biden said, uh, this is an epidemic, a pandemic of the unvaccinated now. So now if you're unvaccinated, it's all your fault. Uh, they've been pushing harder and harder for these uh, vaccine passports. Okay. Um, is that just like the, is that just like the card? the card that you show to prove oh. that you're vaccinated. So like in New York City, for example, they're going really hard with this to get into restaurants and whatnot. Um, you know, I, shout out to Prince Carlton. He tweeted something earlier and I responded to it. And uh, he said something along the lines of, he finds it funny that the people who were complaining about how racist the government is and they don't trust the government Every day they were saying this and they were the first ones in line to get the COVID shot and they're all trusting now with the government. And I said, yep. And I said, not to mention the same politicians and people who were claiming that voter ID is racist are the same ones pushing for the COVID, or excuse me, the, the vaccine passports, which disproportionately impact Black Americans because around 70% of the Black community is unvaccinated. Okay, so when you're implementing these these passports and saying you have to have this in order to come into this venue, you have to have this in order to come eat, you have to have this to take your kids to this, you have to, you know, it's it's going to impact black people more than anybody because seventy percent are unvaccinated, and Why I don't do see. Why do you think seventy percent of us are not vaccinated? Because we're not going. We're not trusting that. I mean, let's be honest. There's not there's not a great history. But rightfully so. I mean, there's not a great history with with the government, with with medical, you know, experiments and things like that. I mean, yeah, we're in 2021. We've come a long way. But regardless, this vaccine was rolled out very quickly. Um, and I think it makes sense for some people to get it. If you're older, if you're at a high risk category, you should probably go ahead and do that. But again, you know, if we have questions and we want to take our time with it and kind of see how things play out but now we're being punished and we're being told that it's all our fault. So these vaccine passports, like I said, they're disproportionately affecting the black community. Um, there's a video that I saw, I couldn't find it. So I don't know if they took it down, but I saw it on YouTube a few days ago. So it's a black family, it's a father, a mother, and I believe they had two kids, maybe three. They went to a New York city restaurant. They're sitting at the table and an I think it was the owner of the restaurant. So a man came over and told them they have to leave because they don't have vaccine passports. And he said something, I think he said, well, we're, we're religiously exempt. I told the, the hostess that or something. And dude was like, I don't care. No vaccine passport. You got to get out of here. And he's like, my kids can't eat dinner. Like we're here. We're about to order. He goes, you got to go. So he kind of snapped. He, he stood up and he was like, is this the America you guys want to live in? Like the restaurant's full. He's like, my kids can't even eat because we don't have vaccine passports. Is this the America you want to live in? And people are like, yup. Yeah, they're like, yup. Yup. So basically it's like, you don't have vaccine passport. Fuck you, get out of here. So he, I, I guess they had to leave. They wouldn't serve him. It's 
Talk about Jim Crow 2.0. That's what this is looking like. And brings me to my next restaurant in New York City. This is a place called Carmine's. So three black women from Texas uh, went to Carmine's the other night. I think it was last week. Um, so I'm trying to remember the story here. So I think they, so they, they got asked to provide vaccine passports, which I believe they had. And then they had three men that were meeting them that came and sat down and they didn't have vaccine passports. So then they were basically like trying to kick everybody out and made a big fuss about it. And then supposedly, allegedly, uh, the hostess ended up calling one of the people a racial slur. So a brawl ensued and they like beat the hostess up. They were fighting with her. The general manager is black, but the hostess was either white or Asian. Okay. I don't know. When I was seeing fights, it looked like they all had on black and one of the people they were taking over with them was a black woman and they were all black. So I confused. Yeah. So, uh, but again, like, and, and they said that they felt like they were racially profiled and it was racially motivated. So now BLM is going to protest, or maybe they did protest today at outside of this restaurant, you know, basically saying that they were, you know, racially profiled over this uh, vaccine passport. So now this is going to get really interesting because, because here's the thing. If BLM starts protesting vaccine passports, which I can see because like I said, it's disproportionately affecting the black community. So if they really get out there and they do this, what is the mainstream media going to do? Because the mainstream media spent the past year and a half praising everything that BLM did, getting behind them 100%, but they've also been pushing these passport, uh, these vaccine passports. So if BLM is against the vaccine passports, I just, I want, I really want to, it's going to be, I'm fascinated by this. I really am. I just want to see how it plays out Yeah. I, because I don't know how they're going to react. I don't know how it's going to play out. How can the media react? Are they going to, are they going to go against BLM or are they going to fall back off the, off the passports? You think they'll go against BLM? I don't know. I don't know, Lisa. Yeah. Maybe. We shall see. It's going to get interesting, though. It is definitely going to get interesting. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm uh, I'm very interested to see how, how they react. But we shall see. All right, let's bring it back to Minneapolis. Uh, wow. Unfortunately, very violent um, weekend. So a lot of a uh, lot of shootings went down in Minneapolis. Um, just looking at the numbers here. So seven shootings, which left 11 injured, three of them critically injured in 26 hours. So seven different shootings in 26 hours. It's crazy. I actually saw that, that uh, some schools in North Minneapolis, they don't even let their kids outside for recess right now. It's that I, I bad. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would probably be at home. It's yeah. Not- 
here and it's like a war or something. I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. I don't, I'm not in the streets, <laughs> but yeah. just like people are telling me like, it's like so bad over there. Like it's, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. It's, like, it's, it's, it's a mess. It is a war zone. It's a war zone. It's a war zone. Yep. It's, it's really bad. So, uh, you know, we, we keep everybody in the, in our prayers. Um, and it's everybody. not even worse than you. It's not even that big. No, it's not. To have that many shootings. Right. And you said in 26 hours? 26 hours, seven different and, shootings. And I, you know what? I need to uh, follow <clears throat> Crime Watch. It's like Crime Watch or something on Facebook. <laughs> Cause I keep getting notification. It's like, oh, this shooting happened. Oh, this shooting happened. And it's it's not even like it's not even far from me. It's like, dang. Yeah. Like it's crazy to me. It's yeah. crazy. And it makes my anxiety go up. Yeah, unfollow that. You don't you don't yeah, want to be I'm gonna have that to unfollow that page because it's like bloop, bloop, bloop every time something happens. Yeah. And it's just like, dang. There's like dang. <laughs> <laughs> like what is unbelievable yeah it's no. like unbelievable over there no you definitely unfollow that for your mental health that's not that's not good yeah. to be seeing that all the time i have an issue with like i don't know what's how to like call it like i i'm intrigued by like real crime for some reason yeah, I'm not intrigued in the in the in the sense of like, oh my god, I want to just be nosy. What happened? I kind of want to crack the case. <laughs> no, like I'll be like, oh, so this gun was used in this crime, but I had heard last week that that same gun was used in this crime. <laughs> you know. I just, think about it but it keeps me up at night i promise you it does. yeah yeah i'm trying to crack these cases like i'm a detective <laughs> or something it's the weirdest thing you watch a lot of like first 48 and those type of shows i used to i stopped because i don't like blood or i don't like i don't i don't like to see bodies or anything like that yeah so i don't like that part of it but like if i just get the, if i could just read the details and yeah. then I, I read the details of another case and I can like, I'd be trying to put two and two together. Like that's that. If we crack this one, then that's the one who did that one and that one. <laughs> 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 but I, like, I, I watch like, um, I used to watch the first 48. I don't watch it anymore. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot to take in some of those, some of those episodes. Cause it'd be gruesome. Definitely. Yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah, I mean, thankfully nobody died, but uh, regardless, it's, you know, 11 people shot in 26 hours is, is crazy. I mean, we're not quite putting up Chicago numbers just yet. Just but, yet. But uh, it's, it's, uh, it's getting there. Hopefully not. But uh, you you want to talk? There was another shooting that you wanted yeah. to talk about, right? So I I I didn't know who he was, but I know a lot of people who did know him, went to high school with him, and like, um, just really knew him. His name was Harvey. Let me just make sure I get all his details right. His name was Harvey Williams. Okay. And, um, he was killed on near 49th Street on Tuesday night. Okay. And. I guess he was, 
I, I don't know where he was going, but his car ended up on 94. Like he got shot in his car. Like, like you could in the video, it looks like he went over something to get on the highway. Wow. And then they, you know, they found him, found him dead. But he's like, he's a father. He he was working in the school systems. Um, I've only heard great things about him. You know, of course, the news will probably find something because they usually typically do. But I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard any, you know, negative about his background. Heard his family came from a really good family. Um, I heard that he was like just a good guy. And and so people are like really shocked and people are really heartbroken because they're like, how does this happen? Right. Like, how does this person who's a, such a good person end up dying in this way? Right. Um, it's, it's really, really sad. I got the news from one of my friends who actually uh, knew him really well. A couple of my friends, a couple of my best friends knew him really, really well. So they're like, they're just like really shocked. So no one knows what happened. Um, I don't think there's any suspects. Okay. Like, I don't think they picked up any suspects or anything like that. But um, yeah, he was on. So Joe, I don't know if you know Javante Patton, but uh, the gospel singer Javante Patton. Yeah. He talked about him. I guess he went to high school with him, and the guy was a, a clothing designer. Um, so he was very supportive of like anybody, any kind of local business that he would just support. Um, and he, yeah, they say he was a really good guy. So I don't know. That's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Who did it? But I just know that it's it's sad that they like took him out in this way. Yeah, no, definitely. They said he, um, he, um, like was heroic. Like, I guess some, so there was a shooting in Uptown and he, I don't know if he witnessed it or he was just there or whatever the case. Not may be. the same night. This is a different incident. This is a different night. This okay. is like weeks ago. When? Um, Two weeks ago? It's like weeks ago. Um, okay. I'm trying to see if it's in the story. But some things happened in Uptown by um, Side Chick and uh, Updown. There was like a shooting across the street or something like that. Okay. And one of the, I believe she was a bartender or waitress leaving side chick i think she got shot in the neck or something like that Ooh, yeah and i've heard that he was the one that took her straight to the hospital wow like just i don't know if he knew the, i don't know if he knew her or anything like that but they way. Were just that type of a guy that it like he if he saw somebody that needed help he would like help them so it's just sad to hear about stuff like that you know that is sad that is sad you know, hopefully they, they find out, you know, who did it. Yeah. And uh, bring them to justice, give justice for him and his family, because that's that's very unfortunate. That's sad. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw a clip. I didn't click on it, but I saw the story about a car like crashing onto the, yeah. the highway. That was him. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know too much about like where they like chase like chasing him down in a car or like I don't I don't know any of that those details i just know that they said that i mean you can hear the gunshots though like if you listen to this the video oh really it's like crazy i don't know what type of gun it was or yeah. guns it was or how many people it sounded like there was a lot of people involved 
Okay. That's how many gunshots. Okay. So it's just really unfortunate. Like, yeah. We just have to wait for more information to come out. Mm-hmm. And it's um, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Last okay. Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Rest in peace to Harvey and our condolences to his family. Right? Yeah. No, definitely. <clears throat> um, let's talk about this other case too. Speaking of, you know, needing more information. So this mm-hmm. is a very eerie case. Four people uh, were found shot to death in an SUV in the in an abandoned SUV in a cornfield in Wisconsin. I believe Menominee, Wisconsin, which is about forty five minutes outside of the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from the way I understand it, so it's three girls and a guy. Uh, mm-hmm. They were at Shamrocks, which is a bar in St. Paul on West 7th. Mm-hmm. I know that bar. Closes at 1. And then they went across the street to a different bar that, that stayed open until 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in that bar. And then I guess they were seen getting into a vehicle with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, like someone found the SUV the next morning in a cornfield and they were all shot to death. Ah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's tragic. They are like what? What? Yeah, I you know they have two suspects in custody, I believe. Um, is it Darren? Darren McWright, who's fifty six, so he's a lot older than than because I think all the victims were in their thirties, early thirties, maybe. Okay. Early to mid thirties. So he's a little bit older. Uh, and then Antoine Suggs, who's 38. So he's about in their age range. And I don't know, did they arrest Antoine Suggs? I, I heard they did, right? They they found him in like Arizona. Suspect. So this... I think they found him in Arizona. Oh, wow. And they were going to extradite him back, you know, to, I think they extradited him to Wisconsin. You just want to know what happened. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what was it? Was it a robbery? Was it premeditated? Were they trying to set these people up? Because it said that they thought that Suggs and McWright were working as a team. Probably. So, yeah, so I don't know if one of them knew the group and they were trying to rob. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need to know more, more about what happened. Yeah, so a lot going on. And uh, that was actually... So sad, like... There's like you may we may never know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's the thing that makes it so. I mean, obviously them not being here any longer makes it the, the worst, but makes it so sad when just just like, well, what happened? Right. There's no closure. Like if you don't find out what happened, there's no closure for the what family. <clears throat> like you know, and most of the times people ain't gonna tell you. Right. So. Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. <clears throat> we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah, hopefully they can get some answers on and figure out what the motive was and what ex- what exactly happened. Yeah. I don't know. Because I had, this is just something I heard, but I heard that, <clears throat> excuse me, they had footage of uh-huh. the SUV like stopping for gas and it appeared that the people were already dead inside of the SUV. Like the guy was driving around with four dead bodies in the car, in the SUV. I don't know if that's true. Somebody told me that. That's, that's, I get the chills thinking about that. That's sickening. That's undemented. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But regardless, a lot of crime, 
in the Twin Cities. This one, you know, originated in St. Paul, not Minneapolis. Obviously, there's been a lot more going on in Minneapolis. Now, that leads me to ask you this, Lisa. Mm-hmm. You were going to move to Atlanta, but now you're you're not going to move to Atlanta. But <clears throat> do you think you guys will stay in Minneapolis or will you move no. somewhere? No? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Smart move. Yeah, and, and he asked, asked, I was asking me, like, how far do you want to move? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, as long as I got a working vehicle, I don't care how far. He was like, like, like 30, 40 minutes. I said, don't care. <laughs> can, I, can I make a recommendation? Yes, go my ahead. Fav- my favorite city in Minnesota is Edina. I like Edina. Edina's, you gotta have that money. Get it? You're gonna pay a little premium, but I, I think it's worth it. Edina's great. really nice. Everything's right there. Yep. Everything's right there. Restaurants, you know, uh, supermarkets, you know, they got the mall, whatever you need. And if you do need to come into the city, it's a quick 15, 20 minute drive. Yeah. Edina's not far from really anything. Yeah, it's nice out there. So it's really nice. I just was out there. My sister and I went to um, McCormick and Schmidt. I think is what it's called. Okay. Okay. It's all right, but (laughs) it was a nice restaurant. But it was all right. right. I was just out at uh, Cheesecake Factory out there. It was Uh, my first time in a restaurant with a waiter since the the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, wow. I had gone to like, you know, pizza place wow. or whatever, but to have a, what's that? You, Cause even though you, you know, you're not trying to get vaccinated and all that, you still did your due diligence and like stayed in and you know what I'm saying? You did that. Yeah. Yeah. I was laying low for a while, but moving around. Time, clearly. I, I went to uh, Dave and Buster's before I went to the restaurant. And then <clears throat> on your on Twitter that that was your first time going to Dave I had a fucking blast that shit I know was so you fun you never been to Dave and Buster's like what? I know I felt like I was at do you remember uh Circus Circus did you guys have Circus Circus where you grew up it's like Chuck E. Cheese but it's called Circus Circus it sounds familiar but no I my mom wouldn't even let us go to Chuck E. Cheese no why I don't know my mom was weird when it came to like <laughs> She would create that type of stuff at home. Okay. Yeah, she was not. She was just, my mom was weird. Us growing up, she didn't yeah. want, we couldn't spend a night at our cousin's houses or none of that. Yeah. Mm-mm, she wasn't going <laughs> for none of that. That's <laughs> so funny. Never went to Circus Circus. Or, and ch- I, didn't, I didn't get to Chuck E. Cheese until I got older. Okay. I have a funny story about Chuck E. Cheese, actually. So <clears throat> I took Deja there one day, just her and I. Yeah. And she was four. I remember she was four years old. And they used to have it like I used to go to the one on Robert Street in West St. Paul. It's not there anymore. Now it's an auto zone. They just closed in like the past year or two. But yep. when you walk in, they had like the velvet rope, like you're going to the club. Okay. Because you can't just like this. It wasn't always like that, but they they switched over to that way. Cause I think they just didn't want a bunch of people running in with a bunch of kids. Like they had to, you know, make you wait in line. So I'm waiting in line. So I go up, I get to the front and she's like, just uh, you and her? And I said, yeah. And she said, do you have an ID? And I was like, ID to get into Chuck E. Cheese? And she said, you have to be 18 to bring a minor in. 
Now, mind you, I'm 24 years old. I'm like, you think I'm not 18? She's like, I don't know. So it's just, it was funny, you know, I had the baby face back then. This was pre-beard, you know? Yeah, you probably, oh, you probably look way younger than 24. Yeah, no, I did, I did. I looked young, but it was just funny though. I like that that rule, you have to be at least 18. No, it's good. And they also, um, then they would stamp you. Mm-hmm. You get a stamp and then any kid that you brought in gets a stamp. And it was like invisible. But then when you leave, they shine the light on it and it has to match with the kid you brought in. So if you try to leave and the kid doesn't have the same stamp, they know something's up. You can't get out with them. So. Oh, smart. Smart. Yeah. They got good pizza. (laughs) 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 It's all right. Circus Circus was better, but it's all right. But uh, okay. So, but back to. the Minneapolis crime real quick. So the reason I asked you if you were going to move, which I figured you were, you were planning on getting out of there because yeah. you, right. need, you need some peace of mind. You know, you guys have gone through enough over there. Yeah. But <laughs> unfortunately, Lisa, it may, well, not unfortunately for you because you're moving, but mm-hmm. for the poor residents in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. it may be getting worse, okay? I just read this article this morning. Mm-hmm. So it says that 40, so on the ballot, on the ballot, there's going to be an option to vote whether or not you want to abolish. We talked about this before, whether or not you want to abolish the Minneapolis Police Department, not defund, not take a little bit of funding away, abolish, meaning this is a major city and you will not have a police force. So just not recently, I think it was 44% of Minneapolis people were in favor of abolishing the police. And I was like, whoa, that's almost half. That's crazy. 44%. Now it's 49%. With everything that's going on, all the crime, all the shootings, 49% said they want to abolish the Minneapolis Police Department. And I guess it would be replaced with um, a Department of Public Safety. So I don't know if this is like some police officers, some social workers, you know, there's still going to be something, but it's not going to be anywhere near what it is right now. So if you can imagine the crime with the Department of Public Safety, another interesting thing from this poll is the majority of people who are vote who are in favor of abolishing the police department, getting rid of the police department, are white residents. The majority of people who want to keep the police department are black residents. So you see like the people who are really most impacted by this crime, like in North Minneapolis, if you go to North Minneapolis and you ask the average person, do they want to abolish the police department? I guarantee you, they will say no, because most people in North Minneapolis, contrary to what a lot of outsiders believe when they look at like the inner city, they think everybody is just gang banging and selling drugs. No, the majority of people in the inner city wake up every morning, take the kids to school, go to work hard, come home with their kids, eat dinner, like they're hardworking families trying to provide a better life for their children. That's what the majority of inner city people are doing. Mm -hmm. So then you have these people who live in these nicer areas of Minneapolis Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, defund the police, get rid of the police, fuck the police. And they don't understand that they're not gonna be impacted if the police department goes away. They're not gonna be impacted the way your average family in North Minneapolis is gonna be impacted. So 
I would really encourage the white people who are who are living in better neighborhoods and who are encouraging the abolishment of the Minneapolis Police Department to really think twice. If you really care about black lives the way you claim to care about black lives, then why don't you think twice about the way abolishing the police department will impact those black lives before you check yes on their box. Maybe they don't care. I, they don't care. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do, Lisa. It's all an act, you know? It's sad. It is sad. So I'm happy you're getting out of there. Really, I really I'm am. out here. Yeah. <laughs> November? Yes. Okay, cool. November 1st. Well, check out check out Edina. They got some spots out there. And I'm sure, honestly, if you guys are in Uptown, yeah. I'm sure the rent really isn't going to be that much higher. I bet you could find a place in Edina or you know, around the same place or comparable to what you're paying right now. We got a house. Are you going to get a house? Well, yeah. even okay, well, hold on now. I don't know about buying a house in Edina. <laughs> They're going to tax you out there. We were looking at like New Hope. Okay. New Hope is nice. New Hope yep. is cool. Yeah. We seen some properties in New Hope. We were like, oh, this is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, quiet. I don't, I, you know, your money's going to go further in New Hope. Than it will in Edina for sure. But when I say New Hope Science, I mean it's it's quiet. It's it's kind of tucked away, mm-hmm. and uh, it's chill. And I mean, listen at this. You said it last week, Lisa. You said we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, get so old. I ain't got time for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you want to just be able to chill, maybe take a walk around the block without having to worry about getting robbed. I can't do it. I'm in the house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but. But especially like in Minnesota, where we really only have half the year to be outside, we want to maximize that time, you know? Yeah, like this summer, I would say, oh, I'm about to go take a walk. Everybody's like, call me, <laughs> make sure you, you can't go by yourself. And I'm just like, man, I feel like I'm in high school. Like, I can't do nothing. Yeah, I And it's it. sad because it's beautiful. I mean, it's, a, it's beautiful, but then again, it's... I know. No, listen, Minneapolis is a beautiful city. That's why it makes me so sad when it's like it's deteriorating the way it is. Cause I mean, this is my home. The Twin Cities, I've been here my whole life. I love the cities, but it's just not what it was. Is it gonna be New Hope or maybe it's so a suburb toward your way? So uh St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, New Hope's New shout out Kush Picasso. He's out of New Hope. Okay. And, uh, cool. I got another friend who's out um kind of by New Hope. He likes it out there. So I lived in an apartment in New Hope and it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had no issues. It was a nice apartment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I had no problem. Yep. Well, there so. you go. All right. Well, to wrap it up, this is like the uh the biggest story in uh America right now. Now you said you hadn't heard about this though. We were talking a little bit before we went live. So <clears throat> Gabby Petito, you were not familiar with the name. That, that's actually good, Lisa. You've been you've been staying unplugged from from a lot of the the news because the news gets depressing. So this is actually this is a very sad story. So uh, I'll break it down the best I can. So Gabby Petito, twenty two year old, she's engaged to a, a man named Brian Laundry, who's twenty three years old. I believe Gabby was from Long Island, New York. Brian lived in Florida with his mom and dad. Gabby lived, I believe. But I, I think Gabby was actually living in Florida with Brian. 
five. But anyways, th- that doesn't really matter. So they decided to buy a van and do a cross country trip in the van. And they were using like hashtag van life. And she was documenting the whole trip on her social media, like on her Instagram. And she started a vlog on YouTube. Um, I think it was called Nomadic Static. What's that? Famous? She is now. She has like she has like nine hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Last time I checked, or eight hundred thousand. Okay. But she didn't like you know before all of this. You know she's famous for the wrong reasons now. Um, So, uh, I think they started the trip in like July Mm -hmm. from Florida, and they were going to drive all the way up to Portland, Oregon, to visit a family friend. But they were going to stop in like different you know national parks and camp and all of this stuff, living out of the van. Okay, so um, she went silent. Like she was talking to her family pretty much every day, calling or texting. And um, they didn't hear from her. I think the last time they talked to her was like August 25th or 26th, something like that. Uh So they didn't talk to her for like a week. They couldn't get a hold of her. So they thought that was weird and they filed a missing persons report. Mm Then a few days later, her fiance, Brian Laundrie, he shows up back in Florida in the van, but without Gabby. So they're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Police show up at his door and he, they, his family, they hand the police the card for a lawyer. Like he's not talking, he's lawyered up. So obviously that looks suspicious. This is your fiance. You're madly in love with this woman and you show up without her. Something's not right. Okay. So he's not, and that's his right. Like he has a right not to talk. You well, know. Why would he talk if exactly. He... Yes. It's, it obviously looks suspicious. So, well, you know, who did it. So he's a person of interest. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's use some of those, uh, some of those detectives. <laughs> But they, they couldn't name him a suspect because they didn't have any evidence of a crime yet. So he's a person of interest, but he's not a suspect yet because they don't know. There's no crime yet. So a massive search ensued. They were searching for her, um, looking for her, you know, trying to find her, hope, hoping she's alive. Me, I'm already like, she's dead, unfortunately. Yeah, I yeah. Like- I mean, she's not calling or reaching out to her family. You haven't heard from her in weeks. She's probably dead. It's it's sad, you know. So they're looking for her. So weren't able to find her. Now Brian goes missing. Tuesday, they haven't seen him since Tuesday. So he he's gone. So the family said, you know, he he told them that he was going camping in this uh, area by you know, in their city in Florida. And then he was gone for a few days and they didn't hear from him. So they called the police and reported him missing. So now they're searching for him and they're searching for Gabby, okay? They're searching for Gabby. One though, it's a difference, but keep going. Yeah. Then footage came out, a body cam footage came out of a Utah, I believe it was in Utah, a highway patrol there was a domestic dispute phone. Somebody reported a domestic dispute. They pulled over the van and Gabby wasn't passenger. So they got her out and she was crying. 
And she said that they had an argument and, you know, she said she has a lot of anxiety and she has OCD and she was going through a lot of pressure because she's trying to build her social media and, you know, she's very frantic. Then they take Brian out of the car and he has a cut over his eye. And he said, yeah, like she, you know, she swung and she hit me. So, you know, they, obviously there's some, there's some friction, there's some tension. Nobody's relationship is perfect. Right. But like, Ain't nobody putting their hands on me, but go ahead. Yes, no, I, I, I agree. So obviously, you know, they, they had some issues. Okay, so that came out. Well, yesterday, the FBI found a body mm-hmm. in um, one of the parks, one of the campsites. Um, and what's crazy, Lisa, this is crazy how they found the area where they found the body. There was a YouTuber who was editing video footage from a vlog that they did. Mm. And when they were going back through the footage, they saw Gabby's van in the B in just the B roll footage. And they're like, Whoa, that looks like that girl's van. Mm -hmm. So they sent it to the the FBI or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the FBI went to look in that area where the van had been during that, that uh, video. And they found her body. Yep. So, so now, you know, unfortunately looking for him now. So now, yeah. So now they have, so now there's a crime. So now they know a crime has been committed or at least they think because they don't have the autopsy, they don't know the cause of death, but I mean, pretty sure he did it. So they're looking for him. Uh, They have no idea where he is. They stopped the search. They were searching like a 25, 25,000 acre, uh, nature area in Florida where he was supposedly going hiking and camping. Uh, they said they pretty much exhausted that search. They don't think he's there anymore. Now they have no idea where he is, but um, they're trying to find him. But it's uh, it is wild. It's wild. That sounds um, like a movie. Or it does sound like a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But obviously, you would say he murdered her. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. Just no, by the way he was acting, like when he came back and didn't say anything, he didn't yeah, want to talk, got a lawyer right away. Is missing, and you were with them. Yes. Not, it wouldn't be no thing to tell the police everything you know if you didn't do nothing. Exactly. It would be no thing. You probably you would have called the police first. Exactly. Yep. Like, I agree. My thing is, it's it's crazy to me that they allowed him that much space to be able to just slip out like that. Because not to say like, I know they couldn't have arrested him because he does have rights. You know, there wasn't, they didn't have a body. So there technically wasn't a crime yet that they could prove was committed. But you yeah. would think you would have like somebody trailing him, somebody yeah. surveillance on the house. Like you should be, when you see him slip out, you should be following him to see where he goes. Because now he's gone. Family, I will be the surveillance. <laughs> I saw somebody somebody tweeted, uh, you know, they said, hopefully the reason he's missing is her dad got to him first. You know? That's that street. <laughs> but, uh, I had my eye on him. It was my family member. Yeah. But I think, see, I think... I think her family lives in New York, though. I don't care. <laughs> you gotta, you should, 
family's for. Yeah. You yeah. gotta figure out what happened. Nah, I hear you. Hopefully they find him and they get to the bottom. It's just like we talked earlier. Like if they if they don't find him, or like let's say like they find him and he kills himself or something, then they'll really never know. Like we don't even know what you why you did what you did. No closure. So we shall see. But it it just goes to show you like looks can be deceiving because if you look on their social media, it's all lovey dovey. They're hugging each other and they're happily in love. That obviously wasn't the case. So. Who knows? Maybe it was just they got into a fight and I don't know. Oh, you know what, though? It could have even been an accident. Yeah, could have. You never know. Never know. This is crazy, though, too, Lisa. I saw this this morning. Um, you know, the Internet, they're going to do their, their, their digging and their research. So in the vlog that she has posted on her YouTube channel, in one of the scenes, like he's sitting in the background, like in a hammock, like he's reading like a book. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the book, it's this book. Uh, somebody, I looked it up too. It is, it is the book he's reading. He's reading a book. I think it's called Annihilation. In the book, it's a novel about four women that go into the woods to live and they disappear. Whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully they find him. People call him Dirty Laundry. Brian Laundry. His last name's Laundry. Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. So hopefully they find him sooner than later. Rest in peace, Gabby Petito. Prayers go out to her and her family. It's unfortunate. So. Yeah. Well, Lisa, that's all I got for tonight. You got anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we covered a lot. We covered a lot. It was a busy week. It was a busy week. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been another great episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast in the books. And we will catch you next Monday uh, live from Miami. Oh, yeah. Well, safe travels. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. First time out of, out of, well, I went to Chicago that one day, but that doesn't really count. So first time out of state since 2019 crazy and i can't wait i think i'm just gonna sit at the beach the whole week and not go anywhere else enjoy yourself i would do that just just that that. so but yes we'll be back next monday 8 p.m central standard time and uh we're out peace peace